everyone. Mark Edward Willows here again, and welcome to Gabin in the Cabin. How many times you watch television and you see commercials on the air, and do you ever stop and think to yourself, huh, I wonder how that person got that job, or God, that's something I would like to do. Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about the entertainment business and how to get into it. And joining me is a gentleman by the name of Travis Joseph Ziegler. He is from the Chicagoland area, and he recently completed doing a TV commercial for Guinness Beer. And he's also a young fella in his 20s who's sort of been in the acting business most of his life. Travis, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. It's nice to hear from you. Well, listen, you did a commercial recently for Guinness. Um, how did all of that come about? Obviously, you just didn't pick up the phone and say to someone, I want to do a commercial. I mean, if anybody is interested in this business, how exactly does it work? Sort of guide us. What are some of the steps you take to get into TV commercial work? Great question. Well, I started out because I didn't know how to get into entertainment itself. I asked around. I wanted to find out what was the best option and the best way to get moving forward. And everyone told me, well, you need to get a headshot and you need to connect up with an agent. So I ended up getting some headshots, got beautiful pictures of this mug. And then I ended up connecting with a few different uh, agents out of the Chicagoland area, because that's the area in which I live. And I got an agent and he ended up sending me off for an audition. And lo and behold, I ended up having the role for the Guinness commercial. Wow. So in other words, let me get this right. When you get an agent, it is the agent that sort of does all the work for you, correct? That is correct. He he is the one that decides if you are uh, uh, eligible for a commercial or for a role and will submit you to casting directors to see if you fit the part for what they're looking for. Okay. And if the casting director looks at your so-called mug and says, hey, we see something in this guy. This guy's got something. What's the next step? Well, that's the hope. Uh, then they will contact the agent back. And then the agent will contact me and let me know that I booked the role. And then we set up whenever the, um, the shooting will be. And I go to the site in which the shooting takes place. And then we have a day of fun and uh, creativity. Okay. Now, do they just pick you from the picture or do you actually have to audition? Do they need to see you? It's a little different with every uh, situation. Um, the the audition in which I went for uh, the Guinness commercial was very simple, just holding a beer. Um, I didn't have to read any lines at, at that point. Um, some auditions uh, are set up for just sending in a picture. And if you're eligible for that character, they'll bring you in. Um, for the role. And then some are really long processes, may take weeks, may take months. To Well, I take, it, yeah, I take it if you're doing something more like on the national level, like say you get a commercial for McDonald's or Dairy Queen or Burger King, I would imagine there is a little bit more in-depth, probably casting, meeting with the so-called powers that be, all of that stuff before they really decide on you, correct? That is correct. It is a, a very challenging process, and actors need to know that when you are going for auditions such as these, uh, you need to be patient, you need to have a heart of rock, and know that uh, if you're going to get it, it's going to happen. And if not, it's not the end of the world. There are plenty other opportunities to um, showcase your talents. 
So in other words, don't go home and say, oh, my God, my life is over. I didn't get the role. That's not how it works. Or, correct? The, sa- or the same thing could be where you are talking to the casting director and they say, oh, that was excellent. You'll be hearing from us. And then you never do one way or the other. You just got to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, don't uh, don't call. Yeah, don't call us. We'll call you. Right. Yeah, don't don't worry. Be happy as Bobby McFerrin states. Okay. Now, when you did the Guinness commercial and you got it, what is sort of the setting? Is this done in a studio? Do you go to a location? Where do they shoot this? Obviously, you just don't stand on a street and drink beer. This was a really cool experience. Um, The shoot took place within a pub in Chicago that was actually um, a showcase for Guinness. They they, uh, were very exclusive to Guinness. There was already posters up in their pub. And we went there and it was very authentic, very Irish bar style. Um, And it took uh, about 11, 12 hours to filming uh, the entire uh, commercial. It was it was a lot of fun and a very. Wow. And is there a lot of directors, producers, people? Is the set quite active? There was one director. There were several assistant directors and then a lot of people working as production assistants all around. And then there was some extras. There were some actors, there were uh, special uh, makeup artists, there were uh, costume designers, all these different things to make sure that the commercial was perfect. Wow. So when a commercial is put together, this is something we don't realize. I mean, there is really a lot to going into it. I mean, you could basically say it is a production. It's like putting together the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. Uh, There's a lot that goes into it, correct? There are a lot of gears in which make the full clock work. Mm-hmm. Now, when you see when you see yourself on screen, what is your reaction? Like, oh, my God. Um, I think I look good. Okay. <laughs> I try to I try to keep that <laughs> well, so. better than thinking you look terrible. But uh, I enjoy seeing my work. I just love the creativity of acting and being a part of the whole picture. Um, the actor is not the the whole picture. They have a big part of it because they're front and center. But there are many cogs to piece that make it work, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. Okay, so to sum this part up of your career doing commercials for someone, it's basically a headshot. I take it you also need a resume, correct? You need to have a resume. Not everybody starts with a resume because not everybody has had any acting experience. Some people right. just go out and say, um, I do not have any acting experience. What do I do? Well, if you have uh, a face that has a certain persona, some some agents are interested possibly in bringing you in. Um, so so it, is, it is kind of all about the look, correct? Absolutely. It's it, That has a, most to do with it. Mm-hmm. So it's a headshot, a resume, if you can get one, try to get an agent and hopefully they take you and then the process just begins. And I take it, like you says, there are many in Chicago. I know Los Angeles has many, New York, the major cities. And basically you just look them up online, theatrical agents and sort of start making your calls and pounding the concrete, correct? The internet is a wonderful gift to the world. It allows you to get any uh, uh, any question answered that you are looking for. Mm-hmm. That's, now, that's also, Travis, 
Now, also, I know since you are from the Chicago area, you've also done some work on some of the Chicago TV shows uh, like Chicago Med, Fire PD. As you know, all these Dick Wolf productions are shot in Chicago. I believe you were a little bit a part of that. And you also said earlier when we chatted, you actually met Dick Wolf. I need to know what that is like to meet the giant in the industry. But tell us a little bit how you were on the sets of these shows and what you did. Well, I didn't have a big capacity when I was involved in the Dick Wolf Productions. I was actually only cast as an extra, but I did several scenes in the late uh, Chicago Justice show that aired for a season. I did several episodes um, of that. I was also involved in Fire, and I was involved in Chicago Med, um, all of which I was either walking around, sitting, drinking coffee, or... Uh, I would like to say lying dead on a gurney. It was all <laughs> an interesting experience. But uh, as you said, with Dick Wolf, uh, he is a legend. He is a great person to learn from. Um, I have very small experience in creativity. Um, I, I directed a small production company in my old hometown. Um, but I learned from him and his whole view of the the how the the whole picture becomes a reality. Mm -hmm. Now, what is it like on a set of Chicago Fire? I mean, obviously, you're on a soundstage, correct? That is correct. And what is that like? Obviously, it's different than a TV commercial. Is this a larger production? Uh, how would you talk? How would you explain that? Well, I'll explain it this way. Uh, well, in Chicago, there are some sound stages on the West End in which I work. And outside, it just looks like a big old giant school, big old brick building. You like a warehouse. Don't expect, yeah, you don't expect much from it. But you go inside, and there's several different tiers in which different sets are built and different productions are recording for their shows or their movies. Um, it is, it's not what you'd expect from the outside. Mm -hmm. Now, Travis, you are quite a young fella in your 20s, correct? Uh, how did all of this come about? Uh, I mean, when did it just hit you that I want to be an actor? Well, I started productions when I was in middle school. I was involved in the church and their um, their dramatic team. I would do some different uh non-vocal, uh, music-inspired dance numbers, stuff like that. Um, and I would always get recognition from people. Wow, you're really good at this, and you seem to be enjoying it. I think you have a gift, and you should try and pursue it. So I went through high school, in which I started acting on the stage. I was involved in Greece. I was involved in Little Shop of Horrors. I was involved in Meet Me in St. Louis. All of those were rewarding experiences in which just fueled my fire and my hunger for acting. And lo and behold, I haven't stopped. Wow, that is amazing. And I take it all of this, what you've done, like, you know, Meet Me in St. Louis, Little Shop of Horrors, that's all kind of each one is a learning experience, correct? It is. Different casts, different production companies, different theaters all have different ways in which they do their shows. And each and every one was different. Not bad. Very rewarding. Very, uh, very good experience on my part that I learned. Um, different actors ha had uh, different attitudes. Different directors had uh, different ideas. And you just sit there and you're along for the ride. And you, I, I enjoyed every experience that I had.
I even said uh, to one of them, wow, I could have gone without that. I've, I've enjoyed every experience I've had as an actor. I laughed how you said a different ride, Meet Me in St. Louis, came to mind. Were you on the trolley? Cling, cling, cling. Went I, I was, and, and we, had, <laughs> we had a lot of bumping and grinding on that thing. There was no room for error. Otherwise, you'd mm-hmm. fall off. Right. Now, how would you uh, tell us the difference from stage to television commercials? What is the difference there? Which is harder? Which is easier? They're different uh, and they're they're easier and harder for different reasons. Uh, I would say that the stage production is different because you work for months and months on a project and then you run for a few weekends or or for the matinees or the full shows that run in New York, you'd run for a few months, seven days or eight shows a week. Um, while doing a production of a TV show, it could be anything from a day you get the script and you go and you do the show in one day, or it could be an entire process. If you are one of the leads in the show running that production for a couple months to a couple of years, depending on how long the show operates. Mm-hmm. Now, we talked earlier, we started off the show talking about commercials. Now, do you think theater, a little background, helps you in the commercial industry? Or could you just get into the commercials without doing theater? I, You can. I personally was a little shy starting things out as an actor on stage. Um, and mm-hmm. It allowed me to open up to the reality that it's all a game. It's all a creative game. And that made me more comfortable to go into commercials and to go into acting on a higher professional level for television and for movies while uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the other part of it was just, I don't remember what the question was. I'm sorry. Oh, the question was, um, what is the difference? You know, could, can you get into television commercials minus doing theater? Or do you think theater is a good start for you to get into commercials? For me, theater was a good start. It isn't for everybody. And acting mm-hmm. is acting can be started in any venue of the entertainment business. You can right. start in commercials. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of myself. I mean, I would probably drop dead in front of a live audience. Now, for me to probably go do a commercial and be in a studio with, you know, people that you work with, you know them, you trust them, that I could probably do. But, oh, my God, if I'd be on stage, stage and I'd say, oh, what do I say next? Oh, my God, everybody's looking at me. Is my shirt straight? Is my tail out? I would probably be a wreck on stage. So that's just me. So I guess it is a preference. Everybody has their choice of what it is they would like to do. And it all depends on the character in which they have. It really mm-hmm. it, it really is up to debate based on the beholder. Okay. So you've been doing this, like you said, since a kid. So let me ask you, for Travis Joseph Ziegler today, what is the goal in the industry? I mean, are you hoping for the Great White Way, Broadway? Do you want to be the star or the spokesperson for a national commercial? Or do you want to someday be the next uh, Regis Philbin? I mean, what, what kind of are your goals in this industry? I like adventure. I like meeting new people and creating incredible stories. So working in television and film allows me to present those things. Um, stage is always open for me, but I'm not 
I'm not, you know, uh, Andrew Reynolds. I'm not anybody that would be on the Broadway stage, at least at this moment, unless I have a miracle vocal direct uh, teacher that would teach me the ins and outs of being a Broadway god. But mm-hmm. I, I just love the experience of uh, creativity and, and being a part of something bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. And sort of, I take it stage and even the commercial, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't it sort of like become your family? You hear this from actors all the time. You know, they're in a major TV show. Uh, you know, oh, we are like family because we spend 16 hours a day and, you know, we're everything. I mean, is that true? It is wholeheartedly true. I'll, I'll give a very simple example. I had a few friends that I was involved with in the show Grease. And we are on social media together and we have our own little chat room in which we communicate. And in the show Grease, I played George, who is a, a goofy uh, a goofy character in which he likes to moon people. That's his joke. So <laughs> everybody in the group chat calls me Rump and they have called me Rump since we performed the show. And I don't think mm-hmm. it's ever going to leave. I think it's stuck for good. Mm-hmm. So as they say, grease is the word. Grease is the word. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is uh, quite remarkable. And like I said, a lot of people talk, and I know myself, you know, you watch commercials, you see this, and you wonder, how does someone really get into it? And it was very informative. So like stage two, starting out small, probably community theater is even a great route for someone that's really interested, correct? Wholeheartedly. Like I said, it's all based on what people are interested in. And theater is not for everybody, but a lot of people would gain some wonderful experience in a community if they were involved in a production. Even just a, um, a small community production would be beneficial to anybody. Mm-hmm. What is the ultimate role that you would want to play? Um, Jesus. If I could ever grow a beard that great. <laughs> right to I the think, top. Huh? I think uh, if I could ever perform uh, with a beard that uh, stoic, I think would be an interesting adventure. Mm-hmm. Well, very interesting. I think I'm going to go get my headshot and resume ready and see if this mug over here can go anywhere. But anyway, Travis, it was uh, really great having you on the show, chatting in the cabin over here and uh, giving us some insight into the entertainment business and the workings of it. And believe it or not, there is really an awful lot to it. So I thank you for coming on the program. Thank you for having me, Mark. You have a great day. This is Mark Edward Willows in the Gabin Cabin.